may have heard that a psychedelic ceremony provides healing and epic transformation like a decade's worth of talk therapy. What you may not have heard is that it's not the ceremony itself that radically changes your life. It's the integration of the experience. Psychedelic integration leverages the breakthroughs, insights, and clarity from ceremony towards deep healing, supreme ownership of your authentic self, and an opportunity to not just create the reality of your dreams and live on purpose, but to help others do the same. I'm Cherie Godesai, your rebel psychedelic therapist, a pioneering integration coach, and a consciousness activator. I'm also a woman with humble roots that completely transformed her life through psychedelic integration. I help people like us create our most epic and psyched lifestyle and a better world through integrating plant medicine and psychedelic experiences. Tune into today's episode to turn your day into an epic ceremony. This is the Psyched Soul Podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. Guess what? It's January 2024. Did you know that the Gregorian calendar was introduced by religious patriarchy? Some pope named Gregorius something. Unsurprisingly, it goes against all of nature's intelligence. We're not going to get into that on this podcast. You can look it up and see why. But I'll just give you a little clue at least because you know that every month we have either 28 days or 30 days or 31 days. It's pretty chaotic, even hard to keep up with this calendar system without needing an external calendar. And I'm just going to wonder out loud if uh, if this may be a great time for this outdated and chaotic system to crumble. Because, <laughs> you know, here in Costa Rica where I live and where I'm recording this episode from, we forego the typical northern hemisphere systems and follow the Pura Vida lifestyle, the land signature green season, i.e. rainy season, or the dry season. So we literally have two seasons here. And on a granular level, the locals abide by the ocean's tides, which, you know, they're connected with the moon cycles, uh, of course, because we need to know when the daily surf is and when to take the when is a good time to take a beach walk, of course, and then the obligatory sunset party, uh, where pretty much everyone in the community just uh, stares at the sun, <laughs> and uh, becomes humbled by God's creation every single day. So this is quite a change from my hectic life in Los Angeles, which I left only two short years ago. And guess what? In pursuit of peace and happiness. And I wonder how uh, how many of you listening are in a similar pursuit, just wanting to integrate more peace and more joy and more happiness into your life to increase the psyched factor in your life. In a recent plant medicine ceremony, recent as in two or three weeks ago, barely two weeks ago, I was faced with a very simple yet brutal, brutal question. The question was, what brings you happiness? Whoa. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a question that, you know, one can be grateful for. And of course, we may think, oh, this will this should be easy. 
However, for me, it was brutal because for the entire night of the ceremony, you know, probably 12 hours, I could not answer this question for the life of me. <laughs> and then, you know, of course, thank goodness we've got integration because, you know, the days after the ceremony, I took this question with me to the beach where I, you know, this is one of my favorite uh, integration practices is to sit in water. I know that when you immerse yourself in clear and clarity, when you immerse yourself in external clarity, it will yield internal clarity and vice versa. Okay, that's how the synergetic relationship works between the internal experience and the external experience. And rather quickly, I was able to uh, thankfully jot down a short list of items that bring me joy. And uh, surprise, they were all related to connection and creativity, which are my two primary values. Well, that was quite easy. But if I have to be super real with you, which uh, I don't have to, but I just am, you know, my top creative projects, things that I absolutely love to do and I've been working on in one way or another for years now. And they bring me so much joy when I finally like sit down and do them. But they have literally at the top bottom, at the bottomest bottom of my priority list for the past two or three years now. Why? Because very simply, they require super high in investment of time and also of money, meaning, you know, they don't pay me to like do these things. They don't pay me for these creative pursuits. No one pays me for these creative pursuits. Not to say that they don't have any uh, outpay pay potential in the future. However, uh, particularly now that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm running a single parent household, um, I'm going through a huge transition in my life. These are resources, time and money are not resources that I can just easily allocate towards, you know, any hobby or any, or, you know, any musing that I have, right? I really am asked to be a lot more grounded in my decision making where I allocate my resources. So yeah, so naturally, like, you know, paying jobs currently for me in this season of my life are going to be at the top of my priority list, you know, taking care of my body, exercising, uh, meditating, spending time with my child, cooking, putting food on the table is what is going to be at the top of my priority list. And then so naturally, you know, these things that bring me a lot of joy, but less compensating in this way that I require right now, you know, they they just kind of like fall into, okay, if I ever have the time, I'm going to get to them. However, okay, in this sacred plan consciousness, okay, which we are so incredibly privileged to commune with, the sacred plan consciousness made it evident in the ceremony for me, plain and simple. I can no longer afford to not focus on what makes me happy. I mean, my business, my brand, one of the things I'm super most proud of that, you know, I've been creating for years and I've building and nurturing for years. My business is called The Psyched Soul. <laughs> the business is called The Psyched Soul. And, you know, to be even more real, like I have seen in when ceremonies to show me this, but like I've just been going through for years now a pretty uh, long you know, definitely with ebbs and flows, but a type of a dark night of the soul. I've been going through like really deep soul searching, some uh, deeply introspective and even dark periods. I've just been really going within and doing a lot of uh, internal cleanup, reflection and cleanup and clarifying. And there's been a lot of sadness and loneliness in that. And, you know, I just feel like my life is kind of halted in some ways and my creativity is halted. 
And I don't really feel like I've necessarily been happy. I don't really necessarily feel like I've been as psyched as my brand shows. My brand is vibrant. It's colorful. It spills all over. Um, it's dynamic, which I am all these things. However, and again, in the past few years with this deep transformation I've been going through, I've just been feeling a little bit more uh, muffled, right? So I haven't really been feeling as psyched as I feel like I was in the past or definitely could be, or there's a part of me that I'm, I've been trying to or hoping to revive through my brand. Uh, again, and that's, and that's the psyched factor. I have been really on a search for increasing the psyched factor in my life and really like stand in my joy. So how is this psychedelic insight I mean, like, again, this magic of these slogans that we sometimes get in psychedelic ceremonies. Let me know and if this is true for you, too. Do you ever get these slogans that just, like, stay with you from your psychedelic ceremony? So this was one of them for me. I can no longer afford to not focus on what makes me happy. And this was and still is an exercise in disillusionment. Again, because if I'm trying to portray myself as the psyched soul, then am I truly psyched? Am I truly psyched as I uh, claim that I am? So for integrity's sake, you know, what is being asked of me right now in this leg of my integration journey is literally to work on being psyched in all areas of my life, literally to increase the psyched factor and not hinging it on matters of survival, meaning find the joy even when you feel you claim to, not have the resources, not have the time, not have the energy, not have the money, not have whatever you think you need to be happy. It's not first the resources and then you be happy. No, it's first you be happy and then the resources just will be there. You'll be able to tap into them. And regardless, you just be happy because you have chosen to participate in this beautiful playground that is human life. And you get this ride and you get to choose to be happy because this is your life and you only get one shot at this, right, in this lifetime. So this is what I'm integrating right now, being psyched, okay, increasing my psych factor. And I want to run you through three steps of how you can integrate true happiness into your life and increase your psyched factor, okay? Uh, so number one, you're going to take time to think about what makes you happy. Again, what makes you happy? What brings you happiness? Not necessarily as easy as it sounds. You know, you may need to do some deep soul searching for this. And here's a super easy trick to help you answer this question is go ahead and open up your calendar right now and read through your appointments and how you spend your days. And notice how certain appointments, even when you just look at your calendar, may feel more like uplifting or rejuvenating and you're excited about them and maybe others like feel super heavy and draining and maybe even some resentment that they have, you know, they're on there and they don't make you happy. And by the way, you know, not to say that we're not going to have like tasks and chores that, you know, they're not necessarily like, you know, going to provide us like bouts of ecstasy. <laughs> okay. Like we have to go fill up the gas tank at the gas station. Okay. That, that has nothing to do with happiness per se. It's, you know, it's one of these things that we need as part of our life system to operate in this matrix. But again, look at the bigger things and how are you spending your days? What do you choose to give your time to? And which give, brings me down to the second step, which is give your time only to what you want to see grow in your life. 
right? Remember that phrase of, you know, the wolf you feed is the wolf that's going to grow in your life or however that saying goes. But give your time only to what you see, want to see grow in your life. Give your energy only to what you want to realize in your life. And, and step number three, going to ask you to focus on the long game. Now, this is a huge one. You want to focus on the long game with on goals that will yield immense joy in the long run from these, you know, things that you tediously work towards step by step to create something really big. So the happiness that comes with that, the sustainability that comes with that, the opportunity that comes with that, the achievements versus smaller actions that maybe yield immediate, but really like short lasting pleasure. And, you know, the actions like that you know, they kind of tap more into like the instant spike of dopamine to just, again, like they, we want to feel that instant gratification, instant pleasure in the moment. But then, you know, it's just like choosing like a piece of chocolate. If you're, you know, let's say that you're trying to eat very clean and, you know, maybe lose weight in one of your goals. And maybe, you know, you're trying to commit to a certain type of like a paleo diet, which is very strict in regards to sugar and intake that you can consume. But then one day you just decided that, you know, you really want to have uh, chocolate and we know that it doesn't align with that long-term goal. Again, if it's out of the diet that you created for yourself, of course, and then you choose to have that. But then, yeah, the taste comes and goes. It doesn't necessarily remain with you and it doesn't necessarily contribute to your long-term game. So you want to focus on the long-term game on goals that, again, will yield immense joy versus smaller and immediate and short-lasting pleasure. So these are the three steps. For me, you know, obviously I've been going through a similar process and there are two things that I love and invite more of this year, which are sisterhood and integration. And recently more women have been reaching out to me, expressing an interest in becoming a certified uh, integration coach and just going through the integration process. And I decided to put together a group of visionary women for an accelerated mentorship and certification program and literally just foregoing complex operation systems that require exuberant prices. And I'm just interested in connecting with women and share what I know and and uplift them, uplift you all, uplift my sisters. So I decided to start a small, only eight sisters of visionary women, a small integration group for a certification program. So it's going to be an accelerated mentorship container. And we are starting this in January. We are going to start small and um, we'll see how it goes. But I'm excited because this group is, again, number one, it touches upon what I love to do and what I want to see more of in my life. Also what I'm good at, what I'm passionate about. Psychedelic integration is my jam. I've certified, uh, I've worked with thousands of clients, literally thousands of clients in different capacities and integration processes, and I've certified over 100 coaches over the years with my luminary training, the Psych Tool Play School of Integration and Soulpreneurship. But, you know, this small group for me is like going back to my roots again, just like really like grounding back down, looking at what makes me happy, and just like keeping it sustainable and joyful this season that I'm in right now. So I'm super jazzed about that. And we have the application uh, in the show notes if you want to look at the details and join us and to be considered for the group. And but you know what exciting, what is super exciting is that this group is literally just a taste of the plans that I have down 
uh, and I'm already working on uh, behind the scenes to increase my psych factor. And I will share more soon. And usually I share a lot in my emails. So if you're not subscribed to that, you definitely want to get on the newsletter. In an upcoming email, I'm going to reveal more about the extent of my devotion to my integration practice, uh, again, to how I'm, I plan on increasing my psych factor, how I'm already doing it, and also how you can be a part of it so we can all increase our psych factor together. So I wish you such an inspiring year filled with joy and happiness and all sorts of, all sorts of psychs, because we just need psychs in our life. And be well, my loves. Have a good one. Have an incredible year. Cheers to you, psyched friend, for completing this episode of the Psych Tool Podcast. Find today's show's notes and all relevant links, as well as a free gift for you on psychedsoul.com slash podcast. And don't forget to join our exclusive Psych Tool Tribe WhatsApp group through the link in our show notes. Go ahead and leave us a great review because it helps make the podcast visible to a lot more people. You can help us grow our tribe and create some epic magic in someone's life by downloading and sharing the episode with someone you care about. And remember, it's not the psychedelics, it's your integration.